Yo, 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 welcome to the Trio Middle Nurse Podcast. Introducing first, Beanie Pirate. What's up? My man, Brave in the Bowl. What's good, y'all? And your boy, Out of Animal. Here on this podcast, we talk about pop culture, life stories, fun conversation, and we might have some special guests. We're Trio Nato Nerds, and we're here to say, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back. The nerds. We also got a special guest for y'all, and I'm gonna let him introduce himself. What's up, y'all? This is Valatory Light over from Cage on YouTube. How you doing tonight? Man. So today we also got our boy Sips. Brave and the Bulls. <laughs> we can't use that name for copyright reasons. Well, they Sips. they ain't come after us yet, so we're good. Nah, it's too late. They already got it. You lost. Nah, man. If I'm if I'm Sips, then you're Professor X from Days of Future Past. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I don't want your future. No one, you, no. you abandoned us. You abandoned us, Magneto. You no, know, I can probably land that role of diversity casting these days. That's true, though. <laughs> MCU about to hire my boy. <laughs> Do it. I keep it clean and shaven. You ain't got paper. Keep the, the dreads. Yep, keep the dreads. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna love that. We got what, Magneto and Professor X. Let's go. You sips. Go. Your superpowers is you sip I'll be... people drinks. <laughs> that sounds like a mutant power. <laughs> that does. That sounds like a Teen Titan or a Flash villain. Nah, that's an X Men villain. No, I'm the Flash. sipper. That is a CW Flash. I'm gonna sip your drink, multiple man. <laughs> Wolverine, I can take too much alcohol, man. More than you. All I do, it's gonna take me 25 years to do it, but I'll catch up. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't catch up. I'm too thirsty. <laughs> but today we're talking about i'm sorry we're reviewing the ant-man movies yep the new one it came out uh, two weeks ago a week ago yeah uh two three weeks ago yeah yeah but so we're gonna start yeah. off you know spoiler free quick reviews on everyone which y'all think um it sucks wow DC fans okay <laughs> anyway I'll, if I'll be honest about it first, you know, I'm a DC fan. I, I thought it was pretty chill. I liked it. I liked it because it was chill. Because I was tired of them trying to one-up everything. It just stayed to its own lane. It over, in general, it, it was pretty chill. Plus that Ant-Man self-ant scene was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Those oh. giant ant army. I think that I think that the Basket Robbers guy should earn an Oscar. But you know, it's whatever. Um, spoil, but yeah, keeping this spoiler free though. Uh, I like the I like the movie. It was all right. Like it it wasn't bad. It wasn't like because people are trashing it. So I'm I'm yeah. like why? It it's it's really good, especially if you watch it in 3D. I watched uh I watched it in 3D a second time, and I was like, okay. There's there there's some scenes that I'm like wow 3D really works well on this movie, um like all the Ant Man movies to me and the Doctor Strange movies that's what I go to 3D for for those so, but Ant Man 
like the the quantum mania the quantum realm is such an interesting place and you know to spend the whole movie just engulfed in that like it was actually really good and creative because it's like we'd never seen um other civilizations uh except for outer space you know so it's nice to see the subatomic universes and it was uh, very creative i'll say that it was very creative and yeah the villain jonathan majors killed it oh yeah 100%. like it was, was kang featuring uh ant-man like that that's basically what like he he conquered the movie you know so but yeah spoiler free it was it was it was solid it was solid um same here i think it was a definitely a solid film um <laughs> it's a giant size okay uh yeah Oh no, strong. Okay. Oh, he made one up for this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, you got changed it up for each, yeah, you know, yeah. each one. Each strong. Okay. <laughs> um, I I definitely agree where that it is. It was standalone ish. Like we're gonna get you know came more. Um, there's a couple things that I was like, okay, but the alien designs for each one was different. I like that. I like that we didn't get just mm-hmm. humanoid aliens. We saw like. The blob, the whole blob was hilarious. Um, and any other like just look Spoiler. around, you see different ones. Yes. I was very surprised <laughs> by that too. I, I, was, I was expecting that. I was expecting like, oh, there's gonna be a bunch of humanoid aliens like usual. Like, mm-hmm. no, they they they've stuck with fully as many aliens as possible. There's literally like there's only like two named humans outside the main cast. Yeah, and they don't stay like, long. Like there was some Ben Ten aliens in there too. Thanks Marvel for shouting out Ben Ten. You know that's my favorite hero. There was that's some Ben Ten aliens in there though. I did see them. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was like Ben Ten. All right, oh, all right, cool. We going there. <laughs> all right. So now, for everyone's listening, you know, go watch the movie. Come back. Please go watch it. Please, Please go, go watch, watch it, it because it's not. Don't listen to critics. Go have your own opinion on this. You know it. If you're interested in a Marvel movie, go and see it if you want to. You you ain't gotta you ain't gotta flex like, oh wow, this has been good since Endgame, so I'm not still gonna watch these movies. Nah, man, just try it out. This is the first this is the first one of the phase two of phase mm-hmm. five. So go ahead, you guys. Yeah, it's a good clean start, especially if it it's good. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Go it's entertaining. Give it time. Yeah. All right. So now I'm I'm gonna take a guess that y'all going to go watch it. Now you're coming back to the podcast, or you just yep. want to hear spoilers. But now we're gonna get into some spoilers. Uh, I'm gonna start and say this was a Fantastic Four story. Wow. And they just took out the Fantastic Four and just dropped in Ant Man because it it was 100 of the Fantastic Four story. Like this could have been. The in the negative zone. Time. In the negative zone, yeah. I was like, this this is definitely I guess we ain't getting a negative zone. <laughs> Probably not. Fantasy four. I would I would love that. I would love a good Fantasy Four movie, man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we can't have everything. <laughs> we get one. We're getting one. It's coming. It's coming. Don't put Dr. Doom in it, please. And please don't have him involved in the accident that that yeah. Please do it differently, Marvel, I swear. <laughs> Doom should be at the end. That's why, I, like, the Fantasy Four movie should be about them four, and at the end we get Doom reference. 
Yeah, that, hmm. that will just set everything up. Be like, cool, Doom is there. He doesn't have to be the villain. You know, I would want Molecule Man to be their villain because he is the most OP. And he's goofy. He's he's goofy, yes, but he was instrumental in Secret Wars, like the comic. So I would want I would want him to be introduced and they're hopping from universe to universe trying to escape him and stuff like that. That's what I would want the movie to be about, but it could be about Mole Man or something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I always throw it in. If they make it good, if they make it good, I was, I'll look. I'll give it to them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ant Man and okay, like this movie pretty much starts off with him pretty much talking about Endgame, like the after effects of Endgame, mm-hmm. and it's really sped through. It's like a recap. And yeah. that's what we kind of need right now because most of the stuff has been like right after Endgame and people still reeling after the events, <laughs> which in this one they do that, but it's like, again, Ant-Man just runs through it seamlessly like, yeah, y'all know about this. This is from my perspective. People calling me Spider-Man. They're high-fiving <laughs> me. <laughs> you know, it's... I don't think he should have done it. I think that would have been the the one scene we got Michael Pena from the other movies and his crazy recap. Oh my gosh! I... Like that that movie one hundred percent I think was missing him a lot because his recaps are hilarious and having <laughs> him recap all of like the phases would have been hilarious just to start that movie off with him recapping everything. Yeah, and that and. You know what's a sign when Marvel movies not gonna be like extraordinary is when they have the Marvel Studios logo come up before anything else. They say, "Now nah, we got to get business out of the way first. Usually, yeah. there's a cold open, you know, like uh, yeah. like that part where we saw with Kang meeting Janet. Yeah, I thought that that was gonna come, and then Marvel Studios banner was gonna come up right after that. Yeah, instead they did the Marvel Studios banner first. I mean, I'm not. That's nitpicking at that point, but it's like usually they try to do a cold open, mm-hmm. and that was just that was just out of the ordinary. But I mean, it was still good. Um, the the movie does have its flaws. One of them is again not having the crew mm-hmm. from the previous Ant Man movies in there. I mean, I felt like Ant Man and the Wasp, like the second one. There was less of them as in the first one, like even let like lesser. And yeah. this one they, they just were phased out. They brought the they brought the basket robbers guy back, but they didn't bring out back the crew, you know. So yeah. Um I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine them fitting in here though. That I feel like that's yeah, that's true. Thing. Like the I only think, like like how we're saying at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's that the only thing I've seen in the beginning. But also they not they didn't hire uh What's it? Um, Ti Ti back like he's done with Marvel. Period. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Legal uh, issues. <laughs> but you know, I I think the opening would have had him just you know recapping. Or I think Marvel should put out a big recap of just him. Uh, because I definitely think he's very missed character wise because of his recaps because they're just they're quick and funny. 
and they're easy to understand. Like something quick, funny, easy to understand is like really good, like comedic gold right there. But like yeah. every, I feel like every time they finish a um a arc, a phase, he should recap the whole phase. You got money. <laughs> that would be rude. Yeah, just... I can watch that man. <laughs> I can watch that man talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next up we got you know the story starts where we got the whole family aspect all at dinner one was it cassie getting locked up like her dad yep um she's steady trying to, to find her. a motive you know yeah she locked up they won't let her out they were mm-hmm. you gonna start singing yep mm-hmm. <laughs> uh no career none none <laughs> yeah I think it's just like seeing her get locked up kind of like giving her a character um, later I feel like they should have went another direction for our character but they didn't and I was like how did y'all how did y'all feel about her like cause uh, there's a lot of talk about her good I, bad how did y'all feel about I, her I, I think she could have done better in delivery overall with a lot of her lines like as her definitely her worst part was jokes being trying to be funny with Moda. I I can't get that out of my mind. Like, just mm. don't be a dick. I'm like, that sound it sounds so unnecessary. It's very it's a picked she picked the word. They picked the word purposely yeah. and it feels unnatural. Because this is a more natural way to say stop being, you know, just don't be a bad guy. It's that <laughs> simple. They wanted a joke. So that delivery, that that word messed up like the whole delivery of it. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> I like I think she did all right. I think she delivered her lines exactly what they were trying to say for the most part. And I, I liked her character. Mm-hmm. And I, was ex- I was expecting as soon as she's coming out of jail, I'm like, oh, we got another how rebelling against her parent. And like, no, they just, they kept up with the same theme they were going with. Like, she adores her dad and mm-hmm. she's following in his footsteps. So now she's at the next part of his footsteps. She wants to be a hero, but he was also a criminal. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't really care about what the law really says either. And she's just doing what she wants. Yeah, no, that's like almost spot on thing for me. Like, I thought she was okay. I really wish they ended it differently because she kind of ended it with, I'm a nice person. And you're like, cool. So we get to the Young Avengers as a group of nice people. (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's what I was like. If we get to Young Avengers, they need to put some edge in that team because it seems like a bunch of nice teenagers. Yeah, her and Hawk, uh, Hawkeye, you know, the um, mm-hmm. what's her name? It was I forgot Kate her Bishop. name, Kate Bishop. They're gonna be best friends, they're gonna be besties because yeah. it's, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I do feel like they are setting up Young Avengers very nicely, like just kind of sprinkling them in there, the next generation in there uh and i remember me and valatory talked about this like they they do it seamlessly it's not like it's forced because it's like cassie's been there so like it was so easy for them to just make her into this here like it was gonna be it like it was destined to be that almost Mm -hmm. you know yeah um and that scene with Modoc, yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was just that, again. The movie is solid, but there are parts that 
definitely make it um you know it's kind of too cheesy for the sake of being cheesy like and that was like one of the parts where it was like you almost could have took that took that whole scene away and we would have yeah. fine you know yeah um i thought that scene was hilarious maybe because it's just my brain <laughs> uh because it was, it was the mold of, like her saying it her delivery was really off but his was on point like the pause and he was like i'm not a dick like, no, yeah, I'm a dick. Like, it was just funny because his character, Modoc, period. Should we talk about Modoc? Should we talk I mean, about Modoc right his now? His delivery and all his jokes were pretty similar. I liked. Let's talk about um, Modoc. Yeah, we, he, <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> he's the elephant in the room. Let's talk. Yeah. Okay. People are going to be. This is another divisive moment where people are either going to be pissed at what they see or. Laughing their asses off at what they see. Mm-hmm. So Modoc is Darren Chris, the guy, not Darren Chris, Darren Cross, my bad. The Chris guy Cross. who uh yeah, Chris Cross, yeah, his brain was crisscross applesauce. But uh it was the guy from the first movie who was trying to kill Cassie. And it's funny because they mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Hertz was like some a guy in a beast who tried to kill me when I was six. Like <laughs> I like how they make you kind of remember that and then later you see him and when I first saw it, because I remember the rumors were coming in that it was either going to be Bill Murray, the guy who was uh, if y'all don't know who that is, that was the yeah. guy who was basically uh, Janet's uh, little little fling. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but he I thought he was going to be Modoc. People mostly thought he was going to be Modoc. So mm-hmm. Until later, where people start zeroing in on Modoc's face and like with the mask off, and it's like people predicted that it was actually Darren Cross, uh, who played who was Yellow Jacket. So it was like, which is it? And then once you see the trailer, Bill Murray is his own character, yeah. And now all you're left with is, well, I'm gonna go see the movie and see what happens. You see Darren, you see Darren Cross, you hear him, and you're like, and I was like, wow, okay, they went there, and he overacts the hell out of it, but that's yeah. how Modoc, in my head, that's <laughs> how Modoc is supposed to be played. Yeah, like you can't, works. like to me in the MCU, and people aren't gonna like it, but it's like they come up with simpler ways to introduce things from comics. That's a good thing. That's a bad thing. There's always yeah. like a, it's a double-edged sword. This one, I was like, this is the only way I feel like you could have introduced Modoc. Yeah. Even if you just put him in a, in a scenario back on, you know, Earth, not in the quantum realm, it mm-hmm. still would be hard to explain him per se. So yeah. having him like this, yeah, I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it. And he was he was he did he did well. The overacting Modoc is he is a that kind of character, you yeah. know. So I I I liked Modoc. I didn't hate him as much as everybody else. He did get, get annoying at parts, but it doesn't, you know. See, that's why I think like even his annoying parts, yeah. like Modoc is annoying in the comics. He is a pain in the ass. Uh, he is that giant head, and everyone's like, 
fucking go somewhere. <laughs> like, even in the comic books, the cartoons, everything, Modoc is, he's a giant joke. Like, he's a big ass head on a flirting, floating chair that's strapped to his body. He's all head, all, no body. Um, <laughs> and it's like, because it, I seen, I had to talk to, I talked to someone else about it, and they were like, he's very Marvelish. I'm like, yes. But it's not like they made him so Marvel and in a comic book, he's super serious. It's like, no. Modoc is a joke character, even in a comic book. So yes, he has his moments where he's doing some serious stuff and he's super smart. So he can really, like, he plays stupid and then he's secretly setting something else up. Um, and it could, like, bring back the character. Spoiler alert. Yes, he dies, which I don't think he died. I think he just fell asleep. Um, <laughs> I think they're gonna make that joke. That he just <laughs> fell asleep. It sounds like it. That's something it would do. Can't uh, wait for Ant Man Four: Love and Thunder. No. <laughs> not talking about that. Lights <laughs> going off. <laughs> Top card outside. Um. Uh oh. Oh, this is a special me. episode. <laughs> it's a special episode. Oh, Howard, <laughs> he's. <laughs> Beanie yeah. Pirates going to jail. <laughs> we could, we got it right here, y'all. <laughs> going to happen. Special edition cops episode. <laughs> oh, show Howard, man, just let them have it, man. Just let them have the. Uh, where where are the? Can't where's the me. stuff, man? <laughs> can't take me today. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. I think. He was, I want to save King for last. Um, Modoc is Modoc. Like, you like him or love him. Yeah, here's, if we, I guess, and this is probably going to circle back into, uh, circle back into, like, the family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when uh, he goes up to Hank Pym, he's like, Hank, it's me. He's like, Aaron? <laughs> Like everybody's like, what the hell happened to you, man? <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> Just, yeah. Realize uh, how gruesome ending they gave him. That was yeah. a very gruesome ending. Like, like he thought he was dead. No, you just you just messed up his body for life. You <laughs> lived out but, years like that. It's okay, but, guys. But man, <laughs> but man, how do y'all feel about the family? Like the uh, when it comes to hope. Um, you know, Wasp, uh, Janet, and Hank. Uh, what did y'all think about the three of them? The Wasp did okay. She wasn't in the uh, movie, though. I, I know yeah. she wasn't. I know she wasn't. I know she wasn't. That's why I said okay. Like, <laughs> she was there. Okay. And, and man, like five lines in a whole moment. Yeah. But the second one, they tee her up so. Like, she's this badass, like, when she put on that suit. Even in Ant-Man 1, they were like, oh, man, we can't wait till we get her in that suit. Mm-hmm. Third one, this is, like, the ending. This is going to be the conclusion to the you whole know, Ant-Man thing. This is about Ant-Man and Cassie, you know, father-daughter movie, mostly. Yep. Maybe. Kind of. Father-daughter, a, then st- and step, stepmother-in-law movie. It's about family. <laughs> stepmother. <laughs> The family movie's coming out soon. Fast X, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the X Men. Yeah, I can't wait. X Men. <laughs> oh my god! Get a nice uh, out there. Uh, 
I I didn't like how they that was another plot hole that they had. Not a plot hole, it's just you know, the trend of we gotta hide information to keep mm-hmm. the movie going along. Like there's no just there's no justifiable way you could actually be like, oh yeah, I got I I won't tell you about the overlord who runs this place. He's hunting me. Oh, oh you talk about Janet. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about the mama. Like you're gonna tell us about him, right? No, we don't have time. You're literally talking as we're walking. <laughs> You're doing the thing you said we don't have time for. You can't do that. No, Marvel, Marvel only gave us a certain runtime. We can't explain this now. Maybe You're later. using that runtime. You tell that time to take it and tell me. That's when you can explain it. And like the cutscene where she finally explains it, it looks great. But like you could have that could have been broken up and then just gone on through. But she's mm-hmm. just like, I can't tell you anything. It doesn't make sense. You're making this worse. You're wondering why they're messing up with communicating with these people, but you're not yeah. telling anything. Like, I get the first part of not saying anything, but once they fell down there, she's gonna be like, "Hey, I just want to let y'all know that there's this evil person here that's going to kill me and try to grab Ant Man to, you know, save his life. So we should get them out of there now." That would have been very quick. And then she can think like, what's the story? And then she explains the story. You know, but I think we had I think we had a Batman v Superman writer in there. Like like Superman literally could have just told Batman, hey, my mom is hostage. Lex is manipulating both of us. Mm -hmm. Please help me. Exactly. The easy (laughs) easy solution. They're like, no, you can't do that. We gotta prolong this. We gotta prolong this. You know that fight was like eight minutes, like <laughs> the actual fight. Long but ass. you know, it's, it's <laughs> long ass for no reason to fight. <laughs> but going back to Ant Man, it's like Janet actually had no excuse. None. They weren't fighting at one point. They were like legit lost in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could have explained at any point in time. Nope, she just kept doing weird things in the quantum realm, and they were like, "Wow." You're going to tell us? <laughs> You're going to... <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to be your mother. That's nice. I want to... Right. Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> You're I my like, grandmother, like, yeah. at this point. <laughs> I like the actress. I think she's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone acted really good in this film. Oh, no, yeah. Like, that yeah. doesn't... Yeah, nobody's performance was... You know, Cassie needed some work, but yeah. everybody yeah. else did. Their performance was just that writing. Like, yeah, it's just like, wasting, yeah, and the directing and the directing. When you get that line out there, you're supposed mm-hmm. to like show some either kind of comedic timing or yeah, uh, emotion. And yeah. the director was not her friend, like no. so. Like Peyton Reed does well. Oh, yeah, yeah, the dad. Yeah. He was um, he was in a movie. Uh, he was utilized. He, they gave he him something useful. to do. The they ant, gave him, yeah. The ant. Man loves his ants. They gotta bring that back. I love that. I love that he, how much he loves his ants. Yeah. They, they, they really hearkened that. <laughs> they made their own society, futuristic society, and now they're back. I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm for it. That's fine. You they know what's funny? Again. You know what was funny? I was like, man, if this movie was two and a half hours, I would have actually loved for him to explain that. <laughs> uh, I'm, really... I'm boring. I'm boring. I'm... I wanted to know. 
I thought I was fascinated. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was satisfied with their explanation. Like, as soon as I saw them falling, I'm like, yeah, ants are going to be pivotal at some point. Mm-hmm. It's guaranteed. I don't know how, but they're going to be pivotal. And they just stayed in the back of my mind. And then he, he just shows up with the ant. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Exactly. And then, then Kang, he paid for that. And he ain't got done by some ants. <laughs> he, made, joke, he joked on them, too, for it. He's like, ants. I am Kang. I am Kang. What do you do? Talk to ants? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Um. So what do you think about Scott? You know, he was very, you know, Scott. Yeah. Oh well, well, okay, okay. I will go into this. Kang brought the seriousness out of him. I'm not trying to go to. Kang. I know we saved Kang for last, but Kang made him serious. He was mostly jokey, you know, because jo- he's naturally funny, like Scott. <laughs> he's yeah. naturally funny, so. When it came to Kang torturing Cassie in the dungeon and him, it was like, yo, like, we had never seen Ant-Man that that serious, mm-hmm. you know? And then right after he gets out, he's like, I don't care. He looked at him like, I don't care who you are. Don't touch her again. Uh-huh. Like, he looked like he was going to fucking kill him. I'm sorry, I, I uh, blurred that out. Uh, but <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> <kidding. No>. okay. <laughs> but since you're talking about the scene, I don't like he, he was a lot more serious. But that that part it didn't sell it for me. On that part, it wasn't until later that I was like, that's so piece. When I didn't, I'm not gonna lie. When I watched it, I saw her torturing her. I was like, what is he even doing? Is he using the like only thing I could compare it to in my mind for some reason I couldn't click it. Oh. I just assumed he was using the force. And I'm like, oh, okay, just use the force. Okay. And he's like, don't do that to her. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> Especially after he stopped. I'm like, what are you really going to do? You just saw him do that. You, what you, are you going to do? I know you're my, you are my brother for a reason. I was thinking <laughs> the exact same thing when I saw that in the movie theater. This man using the force, because when he batted away Bodak, he was like, I'm like, oh, he's wait for his head. Okay then, yeah. But, like <laughs> I couldn't take him seriously. I'm like, what could you really do to him who just did that to your daughter? Like you'll you'll probably swing at him, but I don't expect you to win right now. He don't care, man. He's like, you came after my daughter. Uh huh. I'm killing you. Like I don't care who. Are you, I don't care what kind of power. Even later, he says like, I don't care what kind of power he got. He's got Cassie. That's all I. I'm He's gonna protect her somehow. Yeah, like, I mean, he definitely did it. Yeah. I just wanted more of But at the time, I was like, I don't expect any results from this. <laughs> I don't expect any results to come from this. He should have threw some diss at him. That's what would have messed him up. <laughs> something. That would shrink even more. Yeah. I even thought about something because when we get to King, I was like, what is his powers? <laughs> he was like, what can he do? Is, it, is he a Jedi? <laughs> Are they making Vader? <laughs> is he dark Vader? <laughs> I mean, it, everything. It, it's not copying if it's Disney. That is well, all Disney. <laughs> well, it is a multiverse, so you know, maybe he just came from Star Wars. Yo, yeah, yeah. that's a good Star explanation. <laughs> Kang the yes. Sith, I love it. Um, but I think Scott did. I think 
Paul Rudd did a pretty great job as he did good. I like him as Ant Man. Like I think he it, is Ant Man. Yeah. Here, here's here's my thing though for him with this movie. Does it finish a saga for him, an overarching thing? Because mm-hmm. he's always been a family man. He's always been the straightforward, funny guy who's amazed at everything. He protects what is his. It's like, is there, was there an overarching thing with him and did it conclude? And I think that that's what a lot of, I would say more introspective people kind of, when they're reviewing this movie, I would hope that they are, because I was trying to delve into the mind of, okay, what would the critics not even like about this movie? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's more of a introspective thing. Like, okay, every trilogy ends something for the character. It It's a book close type of thing. Like, and if this is their last movie, they did their, like, this ends the character's arc, you know? Like, so... I feel like Scott didn't get that here. He didn't really get, like, he got to be serious at points mm-hmm. and grow up a little bit. Um, but I'm like, in the conclusion, that man was just worried about the future. I mean, yeah. that's all it was. I definitely think, though, like, we are getting, I think they said they're already writing Ant Man 4. Um, oh, God. I don't think we need an Ant Man for like low key. I was like, I want him. To, I want to see Paul Rudd in things. I don't think a standalone one, unless we're going. It's just the Wasp. Like, if it's just her doing her thing, because she is a badass character. Like, yeah. even in the movie when she was just by herself, even though they kind of like they sidelined her a bit, saw her. but she was a badass that she was there. She saved Ant Man. You know, and the ending, which I think they should have did something else with. Um, there should have been about five endings, but yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. they had a lot of options. Her blasting and her, everything she was saying and how tough she was saying, I like that is a badass character that I want to see more of. That like, I want to see her get get a story, and Ant Man kind of becomes her sidekick because she is Ant Man is her sidekick. Like in the second, that's movie, what the second one. Yeah. yeah, that was what the second one was doing. Like it would kind of show that, like, wow, she's a badass. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a more capable person. <laughs> but you know, Ant Man's he does Ant Man things. So it's it's okay. But Ant Man that saves the day. Yeah. We don't need a wasp stinger. We need an Ant Man's ant antenna. Yeah. But I but think man. the movie, the ending. I'm gonna jump to the ending real quick. Um, I think the ending when she comes back and saves Ant Man, I I think the portal should have closed. I think it should have closed, trapped him in there. And he's trapped, and it's her job now to save Ant Man again. You know, because that would have been that would have gave Wasp a story. You know, like I think at some point, and I know it sucks, but I think Paul Ant Man has to die. Like uh, <laughs> I think, remember there were reshoots uh-huh. like a month before the movie was coming out, and it was for the ending. Yeah, so. They might have changed their minds about those options that we're, you know, laying laying bare right now. Like, cause it either could have been Scott died mm-hmm. by destroying himself with Kang, 
or Kane just straight up kills them. They close the portal because they don't want it open that long. Yeah. Or Wasp comes in there to help him. Yeah. Yeah. Like there could have been so many. Yeah. Um, But I think the reshoots pretty much prompted him to stay within. I think it made a happy ending for them. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have to go with that, but we got what we got. So it's like, again, inclusionary, like, yeah, does it wrap up and close everything? And it really, it closes things, but it doesn't really expand upon the no. ca- like character too yeah. much. Yeah. Like, and then I, yeah, I would but, say, oh yeah, I, I would say, well, start with, I'm going to start with the saga thing first. Like, I, I know introspectively, like, everyone else had a closing, but like, Look, thinking back on the other Ant Man movies, like if you were looking for that arc, I think he already had that going from mm-hmm. one to two, and I don't think he needed that for three. No, and it's like because he's he's not too serious of a character, and the most he wanted was just being in his daughter's life, and he got that at the end of the second movie. Mm-hmm. So this is like, dude, he got that to basically the beginning of the second movie. I don't think there's much of an arc for him here, so I see why they didn't go for it, especially because they basically gave him a free movie to introduce a Kang and throw it at some one of the Avengers, the current Avengers. But I don't think he need. I don't think he needed that song. I see why people might be mad at that, but like, yeah, that that was that's part. That was one of the selling points for me for why another reason why I liked it. Like, it's not constantly trying to do what everyone else does. Everyone else has their sagas. Where they complete their emotional arc, but Ant Man didn't have that emotional arc. He basically got to keep everything yeah. for the most part. And I don't even think enough people have even said like, um, like because Iron Man in the Iron Man movies, there's an arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain America trilogy, there's an arc going. Yeah. Like if that was if that was Chris Evans's last movie mm-hmm. on Civil War, I actually would have been fine with that because he he gave up the Steve Rogers gave up the Captain America role at that point, you know, so that was like an end of an arc. Um, and Spider-Man, you know, another arc where a lot of things happened and it pretty much ended with him kind of having him to be alone and all, but he gets to go in a new direction and uh, become comic book Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. The tortured soul. <laughs> And yeah. you know, Thor Thor had a trilogy, but we ain't gonna talk about that. I mean, it, it's it's been here or there. It's yeah. been here or there. Thor right now pretty much ends though with him being the king of Asgard for five yeah. seconds. Um, but <laughs> well, I think so. I do think Ant Man did have a full story, you know, in all three movies, if you really think about it, because the first movie, he just got out of jail, he just met his daughter. He's like Ant-Man's whole story is time because he always losing it. You know, he loses time in the beginning because he got locked up and he just got out of jail, meets his daughter. You know, he finally in his daughter life goes to the next movie, he messes up again because he's Civil War, he's in jail again. He's missing more time of his daughter's life. And like, Ant-Man, that's what I think the, having it into um, him fighting Kane makes sense because it's all like because Kane's whole thing was like I can give you time 
that I can give you the time back that you lost with your daughter. He did say that. He and said it, he, but then it got ruined by uh, like five seconds later. Like he, like Scott had to wait for the big. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna kill you though. Like I could kill you. Like and I, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, he ruined it. Well, he Kane tried to bargain. Kane really ruined his own plans at that point. He definitely did. Like, like he was the smartest villain, but then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna betray the guy who was not gonna betray me. Like, it's, he it's really wasn't. He, he, he just wanted really. not to touch his daughter, and he seems he was pretty sincere. There's no reason. Like, I get Janet. Janet burned him, but like this guy's clearly not Janet. No. But I, I do think though, like he his story, and then you know he goes into the multiverse, and he thinks he's like, oh, I'm gonna be here for five minutes. It's five years later. He missed his whole daughter's life again, and now she's adult. She's going. She's getting locked up like he did. She's doing all this stuff, and it's not like she she doing it because she hates him. She's just following his footsteps, and he's like, I just want time with my daughter, and then having the movie just focusing on them two like them two get separated together is an adventure of them two because even when she puts on a suit he doesn't get like you know how like other movies when a parent what if the the kid is now like hey dad i'm just like you and he's like don't do it he was more yeah. like i'm gonna teach you how to do it which i like because he's like i'm gonna teach you how to like shrink and do your power punch um <laughs> up, up down down power punch uh <laughs> And it was just like it flowed that way, and I still think that he either should have died or got trapped down there because if he got trapped or died, either way, then now you're giving Waz a storyline that she needs to go save because she's all she does is save him. That's like her story plot from the first two, like second movie. Yeah. Well, actually, all three movies she has saved his butt. Um, have her like the Waz movie of going to go save Ant Man. And then her, uh, his daughter is like, she joins the Young Avengers. And you have Iron Lad in the Young Avengers. There and you then, go. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get two movies, you know, or like a TV show of the Young Avengers, and we found out that Iron Lad is Kane. Who does she hate right now? Kane, because Kane killed her father supposedly, and now she made she dating Kane, the person that's going to kill her father in the future past yeah crazy timey whiny bullshit in the comics uh with iron lad uh but you know iron lad is like nathaniel riches right so that's yeah. ain't that re richard's son correct yeah. yeah so here's the thing Mar like i told you earlier marvel likes to simplify stuff so that would be complicated yeah, I don't think like it would though. I, I think the general would, audience really consumption. That's no, that this is the future. Like he messes up and then he goes and becomes Kane the Conqueror. Iron Lad was complicated when they introduced him. So in the comics, so yeah. it, it's hard to just face yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> they go, they gonna have to do some explain. Like he would, it would be like Loki would have to fart on uh, fart on a timeline or something mm -hmm. on a branch of time for that to happen. I feel like. Uh, but six we're on Kane I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Wait, oh yeah, we got to be on Kane. Yeah, before yeah, we yeah. go to Kane, because I wanted yeah. to talk about the ending too, because like you were saying, like one of the main reasons I was mostly excited to see the movie is when I saw the trailer. The first thought that popped into my head was, "Oh, they're gonna kill Ant Man." 
mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get a Captain America send off. You know, he dies fighting Kang, and I I, I was really hyped for it. And then, like you, like you were expecting too. I was like, either he's gonna mm-hmm. die, or the portal's gonna close and he's trapped. Mm-hmm. And well, yep. I don't know. I kind of like, I like and hate that he got out. I hate, I hate that he got out because it would've been a perfect send off for him, for their characters, especially if Wath went with them. It gives Cassie something to do, as you know, the next generation of a heroes. But on the same token, I also didn't want him to get trapped because it felt like it felt like it would have been an easy, easy solution to getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. So I was com- definitely conflicted on that. But mm. yeah, I, I did expect him to die. I went in there. I kind of went in there excited to see him die because I like death scenes. Because they're <laughs> dramatic and emotional. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. That's true. Dude, the fight. I mean, okay. let Yeah, let's get into Kang. Yeah. Uh, that was bad i was like yeah, i didn't realize you really kids. can't fight he got that head scissor thing that black widow be doing <laughs> it didn't do <laughs> anything it, it <laughs> didn't but <laughs> it did absolutely nothing kang is a monster jonathan majors we, we gotta watch out for that man this year mm-hmm. and in the coming years because he is a he is on fire right yes. now and that role is a special role. Like we saw it in Loki. Mm-hmm. I, pre- I predicted it was Kang. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you did, you did. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we saw him. He was so his interpretation of Immortus and he who remains slash he who remains was so good and charismatic already. People were loving it. Mm-hmm. This movie, he is Kang the Conqueror. That that was comic book Kang when I saw. Like I remember watching uh, an animated series where they featured Kang, and basically from what I saw there, read then after that I read the comics. When I saw this dude on screen, I was like, yeah, that's that's Kang. Uh, there's no doubt about it in my mind, and. Again, he was charismatic in this one too, but in a different way. It was mostly mm-hmm. like he he had because uh, he had uh, he was trapped there by the Council of Kangs, and apparently he was the worst one. Which they're pretty much orderly chaos, and he's more of like here, okay. yeah, yeah. So you know, it was interesting how they played the story play with the story how janet pretty much she was like yeah you're not getting out of here i don't care if i can't get out of here you're mm-hmm. not getting out of here and man that guy when he was found out he really was calm like look and he's he a man of his word at least from what yeah. it seemed yeah so it was like he was gonna bring her back to her family yeah but it was like everything else he do after yeah See, that's what I liked about, like, the same thing I liked about that Kane is that scene when he realized that she knows he was just sitting there chilling was like, put it back. Just, I can take you to your family. Just, just come on. Come on, lady. Just don't do this. <laughs> like, I don't want to hurt you. And you can tell, like, it's, it's Jonathan Majors, like, it's his sincerity in his eyes and the way he was sitting and standing was like, listen. I can take you back to your world. 
I can protect your world, but I'm gonna destroy everything else around it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, your cause... world can stay there, but every other world I'm destroying. Um and like you can tell, like, even this that, like he's not, you know, the muscle twirling villain. He's like, My I don't like this. Like I want one world <laughs> and one place. And it's all these multiverses. I don't I don't give a shit about that. I'm gonna destroy them. Um and just him just like that's at some points though, I think he was in a different movie. Yes. Um, yeah, me too. I agree. And because there's a scene where he was talking to her and he's had this really crazy speech. This is like later, like later on in the movie, and he's crying, like he turns and you see a tear coming down his face. I was like, what? Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> and then they kind of dumped to something else. And I was like, I wasn't prepared for that. Like, why was he crying? And I was like, yeah, I think he's in a, like, he's very dramatic for a Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> what made sense if it was Fantastic Four and that was Sue and he's like talking to her. And I'm like, yeah, this, this, this damn. Um, missed opportunity. Definitely is a missed opportunity. Yeah. Uh, but I think Don Zemeda did a crazy, great, incredible job like as King. Like, the future, even his other variants, I'm like, they're going to be a problem. I love that he's different. Like, he really is delved into, like, yeah, I get to play around with this guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I love an actor who loves dabbling in that. Like, it reminded me of uh, James McAvoy, the guy who was in, uh, you know, the X-Men prequel movies. He Mm -hmm. was in a movie called Split. And Split is... He playing different personalities and stuff like that. And I, I love I love that movie because again, he was playing different roles. And I was like, man, look at all them checks when uh mm-hmm. in that credit scene where uh, for Kang, where it was a whole realm of Kangs and they was in the arena and everything. I was like, they man, were losing their mind. Look, look at all the paychecks that he collected right now. He probably <laughs> they're all different like, versions of two. <laughs> That was um, great. Great too. They were all doing something different too. I was, I was surprised about. And I was trying. To, I was, I'm trying to look like this one of them. They just copy and pasted. Yeah, like, they were, <laughs> he was having fun. Like man, there was one that was a scroll, one that was a lizard. Yeah. Yeah, there was, was one that was. <laughs> I was hype. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm hyped for this now. Like they're doing Genghis Khan. Is that Genghis Khan? <laughs> That's what <laughs> like, I've seen someone argue. Um, Genghis Kang, actually. Yeah, Genghis Genghis <laughs> King. <laughs> um. So, Kane was like that. That scene, right when you see multiple Kings, that's insane. Like that's super insane. Um, and especially that you can see multiple ones, and a lot of people were like, "Look at Marvel CGI." I was like, "Listen." <laughs> They sat there and designed Dude. thousands of different canes. <laughs> and he had to get in all them different costumes. And, uh-huh. and, and I was like, that is that is some good CGI that you can tell like you can pause it. Like when that movie comes out, I'm gonna pause it and be like, there's a about a hundred different canes just sitting there screaming at each other. And I'm loving it. It's chaos and it's gonna be a, a lot of chaos, chaos in the future. Yes. Yeah. 
and uh like re- really like just talk about Kang, you guys just based off of that we're 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 love we all three of us we love Kang in this and so we can't wait to see more of him I don't know what else he's gonna be in Loki season two can't wait for that like that was a great after credit scene I I had to tell I had to tell my boy over here I was like bro y'all gonna love the you're gonna love the end credits man like yeah I love when I watched that show with my wife. We loved it, and then that end credit. I was like, "Who's this?" That's Kang. Victor, Victor and Timely. It, it just, yeah. Just and now we're now I'm fin- we're finally getting more of them. We're getting another Kang in this movie. Oh no! Oh no! My excitement. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're gonna. I, I feel like we're gonna get a Kane in every other movie. <laughs> just every Loki season two. Loki season two about to be fire. Like that was my favorite Marvel Disney Plus show. Like that was my number one. It just was so different. I think a lot of phase four, now that I think about it, it's so different. Even though people kind of are like, wow, Marvel needs to stop doing their Marvelisms and all that stuff. Like, you know, their formula. They did a lot of different stuff. Say what you will about phase four. They're doing different stuff. Yes, it's divisive and it's a lot of you know it, it it it's here or there but at least you could pick from stuff and you could be like okay this is different i like it because it's different loki was one of them shows you know yeah, yeah i think that i think they're overhyping the marvelisms it's just because marvel's in the title because like I, I, black panther wakanda forever that was different that was a very different movie from their general lineup i did not feel any type of marvelisms in that except for the fact that it's marvel characters that one um, there was another one I was thinking of on top of my head. Not Thor, Love and Thunder. Shang Chi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a kung fu movie. That's not yeah. that's not Marvelism. It just has Marvel in the title. That's a kung fu movie, and it was awesome. And I don't I don't know how people are sleeping on these movies. They're just like mm-hmm. Marvel's not trying to keep trying to top itself. Maybe with the Avengers type movie, they'll keep trying to top themselves. But that's what they're for. But let these other movies stand on their own two feet as individual movies again, and you'll probably be people probably be less disappointed. Yeah, that's true. That's that's like a nice final thought too. Like that's the... yeah. Because again, like I think Marvel is trying things. You know, mm-hmm. even Thor: Love and Thunder, it was a big try. Like they tried to tell a story from a character's point of view. It was a strong try. Yeah. No, that was that was not a strong try. That was a <laughs> that was a we tried it. shit. The ending, I I still like the ending of Thor with him and his daughter pretty much, and I'm like, cool. If we do another Thor movie, make it serious. <laughs> like please, joke, please. Make Chris Hemsworth wants to be a serious Thor at least once, and I'm like, yeah, you, I think you, he can do serious. So you could go back. Um. But yeah, I kind of hated that that movie. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it wasted the wish. Like, uh, I could wish my daughter back to life, but I'm dying. Okay, so if you die, you could be with her dead, and Thor can get the wish and be with his wife alive. That would be that makes more sense. No, this is this is this is Taika Waititi. He got rid of Guardians in the first five minutes. I was like, wow, you really did that. Yeah, he said, really did that. I was like, oh. No, 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 no. You know what really happened. 
they, he was like, can I get the garden? They was like, no. <laughs> no. That man, he man, literally he said, that man, that man literally said, like, in an interview, he was like, yeah, well, the thing is with the Guardians, we were going to have to have them go away at some point. So he just said, he subverted expectations. He said, we got rid of them in the first five mm-hmm. minutes. I mean, I like, he just was like, especially I didn't get them. <laughs> he probably still saw that he didn't get them for that volume three. Uh, I don't even think we said it. I said it in the review. Do we review on this? I don't remember. But I think Taika Waititi is a good director. Like, through and through, dude is really funny. He can write some amazing stuff. But he is, this was a back burner project. And you can tell by a lot of the plot points. Like, this was, he woke up and was like, shit, I gotta, I gotta write Thor. <laughs> oh, I gotta direct Thor. And he's like, hey, you got other things to do. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, just, just tell Thor some of his uh, weapons having a threesome. Like, let's keep going. All right, all right, I gotta go back. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Yo, but yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff about that movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an occasion where you don't make the director the writer too. Because yeah, Thor yeah. 3, he wasn't the writer. Like, it was the original guys from Thor 1 and 2 mm-hmm. who were the writers. So, yeah. he probably had input, a lot of input, but he it wasn't. Of, yeah. Yeah, but when you give him the pen and the direction, like, when you give him the pen and paper and the direction, y'all probably should have just calmed down on that, you know, probably. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's hard to even say because almost every movie that this man had wrote, is amazing. Like his comedy is on point, and the way he does with drama is on point. It's just he but it was this, a back burner project. This is this is MCU though. You know, this is like yeah. you're writing, you're you're doing this for a big, it's a big production. It's like how, and I'm not gonna say it's uh like um I'm not gonna say it's like Eternals, because Eternals is like that's when you give a an indie director a whole lot of money and a whole lot of stuff in your way. And they're not used to a project like that, you know? No. So I haven't seen that either. You don't have to. Um, I do. No, I, th- I think it's it's important. I, I do like not all jokes aside. Like I know uh, flash is trash. Um, flash is trash. That rhymes. Um, <laughs> that's his favorite hero. Chill out. I'm wearing the, the shirt. CW, the CW one. We're okay. talking about a CW okay. Flash. Okay. I like Flash. Look, CW like specifically as a crop. Also, Toby Maguire. <laughs> Spider Tears. <laughs> Listen, Barry Cross still cries more than Toby did in those movies. Barry cries in every episode. That's not true. <laughs> Why are they messing up Barry Allen? Why can't they do Barry Allen right? He's not hard. Yes, no. he is. <laughs> Just they make, make him, him Wally. <laughs> Just every make him time. Wally. That's what they do every time, too. <laughs> no, Barry Allen, right? Oh, yeah, Wally West. No. No, stop saying that. Uh, They're different oh, characters. We get inside, sidetracked. Yeah, go back Thanks, to the we are. Get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, I think this movie is definitely a, a must-see. You know, it's phase five. We're starting to strong. Um, I don't think it's one of the worst Marvel movies. Thor two, um, <laughs> but that's what I I think is a good giant size. Okay, rating, uh, out of ten, uh, 
six point eight out of ten. Hey, you gotta be like eight point. <laughs> That's God. eight tenths. Listen, uh, Black Adam was the last superhero movie I saw. I'm you sorry, Rock Adam. Hmm? <laughs> I you saw Rock Adam. Adam. The Rock Adam. Yeah, I love the Rock Adam. That's my favorite <laughs> hero, the Rock. And then uh I would I would <laughs> oh man I would say Ant Man is is an interesting movie. There are hiccups in the in the movie. I would say it's a it's a seven. I yeah. would give it a, a seven. I almost gave it seven and a half, but I think there were just some things that it needed to work out for me to give it that extra, that that extra oomph, you know. Uh, but post credit scenes, if I were to rate those, like those were ten out of ten. But but seven seven out of ten, I'm gonna give it to the movie as a whole. Yeah, yeah, I w- I would say the same too. I was gonna give it a se- I'm saying seven out of ten, and in like. It would be better if it wasn't for the faults that it has. You you can tell based on how it looks. Like the writers and directors knew what they were. It's it's too obvious. They just went with it anyway. They're like, well, it's not an Avengers movie, so it's Ant Man, and then they just left it there. It doesn't look like an accident. It looks purposeful, and they're like, yeah, we just we just we can't write any. They couldn't figure out how to write around it. So yeah, I'd say it's seven out of ten. It's a good, it's an okay movie. Yeah. I, I always yeah. enjoy watching it again in a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sips, you're giving a Marvel movie a higher rating than me? It's this a new so year, first. man. <laughs> it's a new year. <laughs> man, we'll see what Flash come out. Things might just change. <laughs> I have for that movie. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> I'll be like the Flash. Going for it spectrum. was a, it was a one out of ten. <laughs> I'm going for the spectacle. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for yeah, the yeah. That, that trailer looked fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Batman. That's all I'm there for. Michael Keaton. As long as you got Michael Keaton in there, is Batman. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I'm gonna end this episode though. Uh, thanks for joining us for our first episode. Um, and we, we all gonna be back for more. Yeah, this. hopefully this is my last one. Come back. Huh? What do you mean your last one, bro? bro what? <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> yeah, right. oh, oh, I come back. <laughs> all right, we're, we're, we're changing people out now. <laughs> That's it. He's a Brian variant. <laughs> uh,